Hi, welcome back to podcast number nine uh, of the A Details podcast. Um, I actually recorded a podcast, um, well, this podcast uh, earlier this week, uh, as I was hoping to kind of maintain the, you know, once a week, basically the same day during the week. Uh, I was actually totally on target, totally proud of myself. I saved it before I wanted to publish it because about to leave the house. And all of a sudden I realized the next day that the draft disappeared, which is honestly probably like the worst user experience ever. I have no idea why would any application decide to erase uh, a draft. I think they're there to mean to be kept and be saved. That's why they're a draft. Um, but anyway, very weird. Um, so that's why I'm actually recording this again. Not that you guys know that, but this is my second time uh, recording this podcast on uh, the specific topic of the day. Um, so hopefully this time it'll be better. <laughs> um, so today I wanted to talk about um, the world of hiring um, and specifically um, like first time hires, your first really early stage, early, early stage employees, um, whether you're like, you know, looking for employee number 10 uh, to even like, I would say like when you're, when the status of the company is like precede um, before the A still early you're not a big company yet you haven't raised massive amounts of money um, but now you're looking to really bring on these are like key key hires because still have to be very very lean like I said you don't have a lot of capital and you need to find the right people right now that can help you scale quickly um, and nobody has time obviously to hire and fire it's too expensive it's too time-consuming so really really this is like these are like the really really most important hires I think um, of the company of course they're they're very important as, as the company gets much bigger but it's very different you know then you have somebody who like maybe is head of HR that comes in and it's just a different it's a different kind of process um, and honestly, there's you have like more room for error, I think, in the later stages when the company's bigger and there's more money involved. So um, I've just had a lot of conversations with entrepreneurs, you know, founders that are either, you know, second time founders or first time founders up and coming. They've raised a nice amount of money and now they're looking to expand. Now, either this is a like a company abroad that's looking to expand the U.S. and get their first hires on the ground in the U.S. Um, or they're already in the States, but they're like, okay, well now we need somebody to really ramp us up. Like, and you know, we're so lean, what do we do? So I think the most important thing is just being really aware. And I'm talking now to founders. Yeah. Like how, like you as the CEO head of like VP product or VP biz dev or whatever your title is in the earliest stages, what you should be thinking about. Um, and this is just the advice that I give. So obviously like, you know, so we're talking about the very, very earliest stages, it's very clear that rules are going to shift responsibilities change there's going to be overlap and you know between between different different uh, people in the company and i think the really most important thing to realize at this point and to convey it externally is that at this point like hands-on means do you do whatever it needs to get done and it's really really crucial that you convey that i think really early on because many people want to get into startups and they like the early stages because you know there's you get more involved and, and you get more um, opportunity to to be impactful and bring change but there's there's you know it means something there's a price to it I guess quote unquote you could say not negatively by any means but there is it means something you will have to be really hands-on so I think there's like three things I think are very important to focus on 
as you're looking to bring on these hires. First and foremost, you as the CEO, or like I said, the first the founders, the founding team, the first people hiring, you need to ask yourself, do I even like the person that's coming through the door? And if I like them, why do I like them? And then it's like, all of a sudden you realize that there's a certain type of DNA for the company. And this DNA, in my mind, starts from or day one, from the CEO and from the founding team. There's certain values, certain ethics, certain way of doing business that you, I mean, this will be carried on as you grow your company. And that's, you know, the values that you're going to be conveying um, to, you know, to your employee 20, 30, 50, um, and to, you know, funds that you're looking to raise money from and your partners that you're going to be working with. And I think the most important thing is like when you're actually, you know, somebody comes in the door is to recognize what your DNA is, what's important for you, and make sure that when you're interviewing that person or talking to that person, that you see those, you see that there. Like, A, do they have those values and those ethics and kind of DNA that, that we actually have and possess? But also, like, generally, do I like this person? This is going to be a long-term partnership, hopefully. We're obviously looking for something, you know, over time, scalable, growing together. You really need to like each other. Like, I think that's first and foremost. It sounds trivial, but it's really, really crucial. You could find somebody who's great on paper, uh, seems like a nice individual. He or she, you know, could be, like, great because they've done things in the space before. But, you know, you might realize down the line that you really don't enjoy working with them. And that's, again, that goes back to the hire and fire that nobody has time for. So I guess figure out your DNA, figure out what, what kind of individuals you, you want to work with, like what, who they are as people and what's important to them and do they fit your DNA and try to bring on those people. The second thing I think is really, really important, and this goes back to what I said before about everything's going to be changing constantly, you know, responsibilities are going to change and roles are going to change, but I think it's really important to map out milestones. And what I mean is just like you as the CEO, you know, the founding team, you're going to be sitting and mapping out your business plan, your go to market strategy, step by step, what you're going to be doing for the first, you know, six, six months, 12 months, 18 months, you know, post investment, how you're going to grow your business and scale it, what milestones you're aiming for. You need to basically map out what you think that individual is going to be doing as well. Like what, what milestones do you expect from this person that's going to come on board? What do you need, what do you need to, to see from them milestone-wise in the first 100 days, the first six months, the first year? And I think that going through that exercise is really important because then you get to a situation where you're kind of understanding you know, what you're expecting from the person and, and then you obviously can convey that to them in a, better, in a better way. And again, when you put things in writing and really you know, put pen to paper, like there's... there's um, it becomes kind of like, it just things become more clear. There's a structure around that, not just like, I need somebody to help me with professional services and they're gonna help me with the customer, but then they're also gonna have to manage. And like, okay, but let's drill down a little bit deeper. So what exactly do you want? The first three months, the first 100 days, crucial, which is gonna be make it or break it for this individual. What milestones do you want them to accomplish? And then you can basically do like you would do for, your, for the business, right? You can do something that's actually gonna be um, either really, really aggressive and then you can do something that's more conservative and then figure out what the middle ground is. I think that once you map out milestones, it then leads you to the next part, which I think is, is the most important to convey. And what I always ask when I interview is like, what's the day in the life of this, of this person, of this role? And again, this will change. There's no guarantee. There's no written playbook at this point. 
but you as the boss, you as the CEO, if you can explain what the day in the life looks like, what responsibilities this person is going to have and what you expect, then you're basically giving the best picture possible to the other side, to this person that's interviewing, so that they understand if this job fits them, then they can make a choice. Like he or she can figure out, oh, okay, so now I understand what's expected of me from Milestone's point of view, but I also know like what my day is gonna look like. I also know how much I'm gonna be like, you know, how much of it is inbound versus outbound? How much of it is more like, you know, analysis and Excel sheets versus like, you know, uh, much more strategy biz dev, just as an example. I think again, this is just a great, great way to help to help the other person, to help the person that's interviewing understand if they want this job. And then what you end up getting is a person who is hopefully totally excited, passionate about the role and excited to jump on board because they got, even though again, this is early stages, things change. There's so much ambiguity, which is like in many ways the fun part of early stage and startups in general. But even with that ambiguity, they know what you as the boss, as the CEO, as the founding team, what you expect from them. And I think that's the best way to build kind of expectations and build expectations that make sense for both sides. And I raised these three things, like I said, the DNA part, which is really crucial, like working with people that you like, figuring out the milestones that you expect from this person, like the first you know, three months, six months, a year. And then, like I said, like what's the day in the life look like? I, I mentioned these things because I've seen too many times, and this has happened to me as well, that you meet, you know, you go to interview, you go check out a job and you're, you know, you hear all these, you know, you hear this big idea of what the, what the, what the position is and what's going to happen. And it ends up being completely different once you start working. And it's, it's, there's a way to overcome that really. And I think that these three ways are the way to overcome it because you as the founder are going through this exercise, you as the hiring manager or whoever your position is in the company are going through this exercise of what do I need? What is this person going to be doing? What type of person do I want to work with? And like what responsibilities are going to have by you going through that exercise, you convey what you want so much better. And anytime there's like clear expectations in both parts, people come in happy. People come in excited and people know what they're getting into. And um, yeah, I always think clarity brings the best results and bringing your truth and your integrity always brings the best results. Um, that's it. I, I mean, I hope that's helpful. I, I, I thought about this a lot and I think these are really important things, um, early stages. Um, I've advised this for companies. It's been, it's been going well so far, um, whether portfolio companies or just companies that I work with. Um, I am happy always to get comments, opinions. If I miss something, if I, you know, think I'm wrong about something, always happy to get feedback and get other opinions, um, and questions, obviously. Um, and like I said, I plan on you know doing this once a week, different topics um, that I think could be relevant and impactful, kind of topic of the week that comes up just through um, my conversations with funds and founders and general thoughts, I guess. Um, so thanks for tuning in. And till next time, have a great day. Thanks.